You're listening to the Mom Mindset Podcast. As a mom, I know that you face challenges every day, but I also know that those challenges don't have to steal your joy and confidence as a parent. Each week, we'll adjust the different challenges and mindsets that moms face and show you how to overcome them so that you can thrive in every season of life. After all, you are the best mom for your child. Hey there, mom friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Mom Mindset Podcast. If you are listening, I am sure that you are a mom or you're planning to be a mom. And if you've had a child, then I'm sure that you've noticed that after having a baby, your body has gone through a lot of changes. And you've probably asked yourself questions like, will I ever get my body back? And what can I do to help myself recover? And that's why this week, I am so excited to welcome Dr. Jenna Bradley to the show. Jenna is a home health physical therapist who is also passionate about supporting moms in their postpartum journey. So Jenna, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, like how you got interested in helping women? Yeah. So I am a physical therapist. I'm going on 13 years now. I graduated from the university of Pittsburgh and that's where I met my husband. Actually, um, crazy story is we both weren't planning on going to that school. And at the last minute we both switched colleges and we met each other on the first day. So that was really exciting, life-changing and God definitely had a good plan for us, but that's where I went to school and my life changed from there. But I I've studied lots of different things in the physical therapy world, but, um, after having my first baby things sort of shifted gears a bit. And Mm -hmm. I started focusing on postpartum physical therapy and health. And I, again, like I never, I never planned on doing this long-term and Mm -hmm. helping other women, but I, um, had a lot of people asking for advice. And so, through, through lots of questions and lots of people asking me about postpartum health, I developed a blog and uh, my blog is live core strong. So of course the focus is on living with a strong core and as a mom through pregnancy, postpartum, I'm really passionate about it. I I feel that the core is the basis of everything when it comes to fitness and health and, you know, your body as a mom goes through so many changes mm-hmm. in your core region. Yeah. <laughs> That's where everything happens. And, um, and there's a lot of changes, a lot of unknowns. And I really like to help moms in that, in that area. So, uh, physical therapy has just been an amazing avenue to help teach people with, um, you know, new moms with the core strengthening aspect. Yeah. Also there's, you know, C-section moms and diocese recti moms. So mm-hmm. there's just, there's so many questions out there and I, yeah. I love, I love helping, helping everybody through the blog and through my content, my YouTube channel. It's been, it's been great. It's been yeah, really great. Definitely. I know like the moment I realized I knew someone personally, really somewhat personally, we know each other kind of through, mm-hmm. uh, Jenna's husband actually worked for him for a little bit as a physical therapy aide, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> but once I realized I knew someone, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is perfect. Cause I've always had questions and I've always been curious, but I was not going to reach out to some stranger on the internet. So it's cool to like know someone and trust someone and get the opportunity yeah. to, to ask them some questions and talk about it. So, yes. um, you know, you mentioned becoming a mom. What was, uh, what was just your postpartum experience like in terms of recovery? Um, did you feel like the knowledge that you had from physical therapy was helpful? Did you kind of have to start from the ground up? 
Yeah, I, I completely relate to you actually, because I, even though I was a physical therapist, I actually didn't know what to do. And it's sort of crazy to think that, but I, I came into motherhood really clueless overall, like how to take care of my baby, mm-hmm. how to take care of myself, what to expect, you know, with my body. Um, and so I just remember when I had my first baby and I, I gave birth and I remember thinking my stomach is just going to go back to normal. I really thought sure. that <laughs> I thought, okay, baby's coming out and my stomach's going to shrink back to normal. And then I remember looking under the, the sheets of the hospital bed. And I was thinking, what is still there? Like, yeah. What is this? And my stomach looked completely pregnant still, even though my baby was in my arms. Mm. And, um, so that's when I sort of realized like, you know, I'm not aware of what's going to happen after this. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen even as a physical therapist. And I've worked in the women's health field of physical therapy. I still didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so focused on taking care of my baby and learning how to breastfeed and change diapers that I, I ignored myself. Like I ignored self-care and, you know, how to take care of my body. And so that was like, a big thing right there was Mm -hmm. just that first day. And then as time went on, you know, a week, two weeks go by and my stomach is still there and I'm just not aware of what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you felt that way too. It's just like, okay, the stomach's still there. Um, so yeah, after, after realizing that this is something that I actually have to do, it's not just going to go away on its own. Mm -hmm. I started to really take the time to go back into my trainings and research and figure out what, what should I be doing Mm -hmm. for my abs and for my core? And, um, you know, there's so many ab exercises out there, core exercises that it's scary to like, think like, what if I choose this one and this one could hurt me, Mm -hmm. or what if I'm doing this too soon? or I'm doing yeah. too many of these well, exercises. You know, I'm sure a lot of women don't, might not even know that. Like, I think yes. our doctors do a pretty good job saying like, uh, when you're pregnant, Hey, don't do this after this time or don't do that. But I didn't really feel like I got a lot of that guidance postpartum. Yeah, not at all. I, I didn't either. Um, I, I just remember every doctor's appointment I had was all about the baby and my growth, mm-hmm. but not about nothing about postpartum recovery. And they say, you know, don't work out the first six weeks after having a baby. And then you get your postpartum checkup at six weeks. And then they give you the green light, but what do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't say anything. So yeah. for me, it was a lot of trial and error with my first baby. And, um, I did have four babies, but with my first baby, it was a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. and, um, I took it slowly and, but I might've taken it too slowly, you know, and it's just, again, like I didn't do anything to hurt myself, but, you put that pressure on yourself. Like, should I be doing more Mm -hmm. or should I be doing it more often? Yeah. There's just, there's so many options out there, but knowing what to do can be draining alone. Just thinking about it, you know, when you're trying to take care of your baby too. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of troubleshooting, um, a lot of unknowns, but tweaking it, figured it out and, um, was able to get my, my core to completely heal after my first baby. Did you have a Sorry. Did you have a separation? 
Uh, I did not have a separation and I didn't have a C-section either. I had a natural delivery and I didn't have any complications related to my abdominal area. Um, but, and I did, I will say I did work out during pregnancy, not excessively, but enough to, you Mm -hmm. know, maintain my strength. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, you know, the, the weight gain and the lack of strength that I, I couldn't get up, get up out of bed. I I think almost every mom who goes through, you know, childbirth, like can't roll over to get up Mm -hmm. out of bed. And that strength is just gone. Yeah. Um, with, with pregnancy, your abs, um, will naturally stretch and separate, not necessarily separate like diastasis recti, which Mm -hmm. is the separation between your right and left abdominal muscles. Mm -hmm. Um, but they will stretch and you will lose that strength. And so no matter what, you know, you, you'll have to strength repair and strengthen your abs again after childbirth. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I looked down after and I actually admittedly with my first child, especially I had a pretty decent, like quote bounce back people call it. It wasn't, I noticed more the second time ago. Okay. I think I actually have to do something more than just sort of, you know, eat healthy and whatever to, to help Mm -hmm. my body heal. Um, I remember looking down the first time though, I'm like, my abs feel like lasagna noodles. Like <laughs> that's lasagna. a good one. To, this yeah. is so weird and so unexpected. I did not expect it to be just yeah. like soft. Yep. But I think that is a question a lot of women have is like, where, where do I even start in terms of recovery? Like you talked about how you're not really cleared to do anything until six weeks. Then all of a sudden it's like, boom, okay, go ahead, do yes. whatever. Um, yes. where, what would you kind of recommend to women who are like, Hey, I want to get my body back, but I'm not really sure where to start. Yeah. Where to start. Yeah. So, um, there, there's a series of exercises that I have within my book, postpartum ab rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always start with, um, abdominal bracing and that's my number one exercise. And I talk about that in, um, an email course as well. And so abdominal bracing is a very difficult exercise to start with, but it's once you get it, once you figure out how to, um, contract your transverse abdominus muscle, which is the inner muscle of your Mm -hmm. core. Um, once you learn it, it's really easy, but Mm -hmm. the beginning stages of doing this abdominal bracing exercise can take some, you know, take some time in, in learning, especially since you've gone all that time of not activating this muscle, it's Mm -hmm. hard to trigger it and get it back and going again. Um, Mm -hmm. but that is the first exercise I recommend, um, to start with. So a lot of people want to do like a total body workout and do everything, but I always recommend just starting with the core. Mm -hmm. Why would you recommend that versus a total body exercise? Yeah. So I feel mainly there's a, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but mainly I try to teach new moms not to get overwhelmed or, um, burnt out with working out postpartum. Yeah. There's, there's so much going on. And I, you know, I, me going through it four times, I I just know how exhausting it can be. And so rather than jumping into a total body workout and getting sore or wiped out and exhausted Mm -hmm. and then never return back again, I recommend starting simple with the core, which is the most important area to focus on after having a baby. And then once you develop your core strength, then you can build from there and work out from there. So, you know, you, you get your core strong, you get a good routine and you're feeling confident in yourself. Mm. And then that sort of snowballs into, okay, I want to work out my arms next. And then I want to work out my legs. So it just, it feeds off, off one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once you have that strong core, it kind of makes it easier to approach Yes. the total body. Yes. 
Awesome. Um, cool. So what do you think about, let's kind of like shift gears, maybe talk a little bit more toward that, like just taking care of yourself postpartum. Mm -hmm. What do you think maybe are some misconceptions that women have about recovery postpartum and kind of even maybe what's going on in the mindset side of things? Yeah. Yeah. I, I 100% feel that moms think that working out postpartum needs to take 30 minutes, 60 minutes of their day. Mm. I think, you know, working out maybe pre-pregnancy or back in college, if you're working out in college, you know, you have, you have the time to do a really great workout that, you know, 30 minutes is sort of standard. Some people are motivated and do the 60 minutes and they feel like as a new mom that they need to get back into the workouts that they were doing before getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I I'd like to encourage you to not put that high expectation on yourself because I think you're going to get discouraged and um, be disappointed. And I think it it's quite unrealistic to, to squeeze in a 30 to 60 minute workout when you have a baby and, you know, babies need your attention or they need a feeding unexpectedly, or they have, you know, a blowout and they need their diaper changed. And Mm -hmm. so having those interruptions during your workout might discourage you and sort of, um, you might not want to continue your workouts because you're getting these constant interruptions. It's like, what's the point? Like, why try if I'm not succeeding at completing my workout? So I, I encourage new moms to really, really set low goals Mm -hmm. of just even a two minute workout. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds like that's not a workout. It's almost encouraging. Yes. (laughs) But to me, I think the mindset aspect of if you think you can get a two minute workout in, which I'm hoping most moms can squeeze in a two minute workout, just knowing that you can say, I got my workout completed Mm -hmm. and and then, you know, check, you can check that off your calendar that you got your two minute workout completed Yeah. and then, you know, do your two minute workout for a week and you feel good. You feel like you accomplished something and it's, it's manageable. And that's mm-hmm. the big thing. It's manageable with a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm encouraging moms to do this after the six week, you know, clearance. Yeah. And then, you know, come the, the second week that you're working out, bump it up to three minutes and you're going to find that that's a really easy transition going from two minutes to three minutes is really easy, mm-hmm. but then you start getting that momentum of feeling you know, confident in yourself that you can do it and it's easy to do and it's manageable. And then it's, from there, you just start bumping up the minutes and, you know, maybe set a goal of within maybe two months, you want to do a 15 minute workout. So somewhere in that realm of, again, not a 30 minute workout, but maybe a 15 minute workout. I think a baby can possibly tolerate playing on the floor for 15 minutes, doing a little bit of tummy time, going in a swing, you know, incorporating your baby into the workout is always fun too. Yeah. So I think 15 minutes is a manageable timeframe, but when you, when you, from the beginning, think 30 minutes, I need to accomplish this 30 minute workout most likely it's going to get interrupted. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want yeah. to go back to what you're saying. Uh, you're saying that you can actually accomplish something meaningful for your body in two minutes. Yeah. And that's what I recommend with my core exercises. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And, and you can get really good results. If you, if you're doing the right exercise, the most like effective exercises mm-hmm. and you're focused on 
you know, that muscle group that you're working on, you can, you can see results. Yes. So you're not going to sweat. You're not going to have, um, you know, increased heart rate from it, but you can strengthen the muscles. And that's what I think new moms are trying to focus on is repairing the muscles. So, um, then what I would say to that is if you're going to focus on that strength training for that two minutes and you want to get a little bit of cardio, that's when you would incorporate walking into your daily routine Mm -hmm. rather than, um, you know, saying like, I'm going to do my walk as my workout. You might want to do your walk as just an activity of the day, mm-hmm. something fun that you're doing with your baby. Yeah. Um, you know, a walk outside when the weather's warm, <laughs> hopefully soon. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's absolutely encouraging. I do remember that, like sitting down, like, I think the first workout I did was maybe 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. and I just did like some online postpartum core thing that I, I like felt good about where I was getting it from. And even that, like, I just remember feeling like I shouldn't even be this tired. So like, I love that you're kind of giving new moms permission, like, Hey, you did go just go through like a lot of change. Let's take it slow, but also like meaningful, not feeling like two minutes is like, whatever. Cause I think that's, I'm, I'm a little bit of like a goal driven, accomplishment driven person. Like I'd be like, okay with checking the two minutes off the box, but only if I knew it was actually doing something. So I yes. love that you explain that like, yes, it's meaningful. Yes. You can accomplish something meaningful for your body and establish just that rhythm, like getting yes. back into it. That's the big thing. Yeah. I like to ask you if like, how did you, uh, incorporate a workout into your routine? Like, do you remember it being a challenge to like, okay, I'm going to stop what I'm doing as a mom and go work out. Or was it easy for you to, to put that into your routine? You know, admittedly as a first time mom, I think I had a better time of it because honestly, my, and I don't think you've, you probably haven't listened to the episode yet, but maybe you will at some point. Um, my zero to one transition was pretty easy for me. Like Mm. I, I went through, you know, the usual, like two weeks of baby blues and I was very, very weepy. Just it's kind of who I am as a person. And it was just magnified by all those postpartum hormones. But after that, I was like, I got this. This is good. This is fun. This is amazing. So I would put him down for a nap. I do my workout or, you know, whatever I wanted to do. And then I just hop back into it with two kids. This is where I've been still having the problem. And my, my daughter is almost a year and a half old, you know, just trying to find the time with two kids to like, keep the house clean and work out and, build a business and, 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 you know, all the different many roles that moms face. So I think that for me is, is the challenge is like, okay, I've got two kids. They're literally tearing the house apart. (laughs) How do I make time for myself and and my body? But at the same point, I think I know, and I'm actually, I haven't signed up for your course yet, but I'm going to maybe right after we get off this call. (laughs) Um, But I know that like, it's, it's important for me to be my best so that like my body to be my best so that I can be my best for them. Yes. That's, that is so key. Like that, that to me is everything is, you know, when, when I feel good after my workouts and it's amazing the days that I don't work out, my mood is down. And the days that I work out, it's like, someone just gave me a happy pill or something. It it really does, um, have a huge effect on our mood, just working out. And, um, yeah, I mean, just, just incorporating that into your life has such a great effect on our children's lives. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, having our moods improve from working out improves their moods, but also I love, teaching my kids to work out. I mean, my kids range right now from nine to three, mm-hmm. but when they were little and still, I mean, my three-year-old, she's little when they were little, they worked out right alongside me and they now have a passion for exercise. And I, 
I didn't tell them you have to work out. They just love it naturally. And so you're, you're blessing your children with a lifelong habit of health just by your own health. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that helps keep it even more in perspective because I think sometimes young moms, especially can feel like, oh, it's, it feels like selfish to be spending so much time. I'm using air quotes because we just Mm -hmm. said it could be literally two minutes to start, but so much time, like taking care of myself, like I should be giving that to them, or I should be cleaning my house or taking care of my spouse, but just recognizing like, it's more than just like the the two minutes, the 10 minutes, the 15 minutes, like it is setting up those, those healthy expectations for your kids, those healthy habits, those healthy rhythms, and even teaching them like that, this it's, this is like a non-negotiable thing, like taking care of your body. It's the only one you have. Exactly. That's completely true. Yes. And I, I mean, mommy and me workouts are so fun. I mean, they're a great time to bond. And so if time is an issue, if you can't get your baby to nap, which, you know, that's a common issue. Mm -hmm. If you can't get your baby to nap, just incorporating your baby into your workouts. And I, I have a mommy and me workout series on, on my site that is really, really fun, really fun. Some outdoor and indoor workouts, but it, it's a great time to bond with your baby. It really Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I think the last thing I kind of want to talk about is before we close is just maybe you could share some of those. You said your, your friends would come to you with some questions. What are like the most common questions that you get about the, the core and like recovery postpartum? Yeah. Um, the number one thing, a lot of people came to me was how did I get my stomach so flat after having the four kids? Mm -hmm. And, and so I, you know, I, that's when I realized, okay, the things that I'm doing are not common knowledge. Um, but for me, I took for granted. I was like, Oh, you know, everybody should know how to do this, but really no, like no one, no one really is taught this. And, and I remember even asking my sister-in-law um, some questions because she was the only person I really knew who had babies before me. Mm-hmm. And so my answer to people who asked me about my stomach after having four babies and how I got my stomach to go back to normal, um, what the postpartum ab exercises, which we've already talked about. And then the second thing are postpartum belly wraps, which, um, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about yet. And I'm not sure if you know much about postpartum belly wraps, but, they are a game changer in my opinion. Really? <laughs> yes. I feel like I've heard like a whole bunch of different opinions. So I'd love to hear yours. Yeah. About them. Yeah. So I, I love them. So my um, sister-in-law, I, I remember sort of asking her that question, like, how did you get your stomach to look like that after having four kids? And she even had twins and she looked great. And I was like, how'd you do that? And she had a postpartum belly wrap. So I actually borrowed hers after having my first and it, it was like, the ab exercises and the belly wrap combined was the solution to everything. And, um, the belly wrap really just assisted with putting the abs back in place so that they can function properly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I highly recommend them. There's a whole bunch of different products out there and, um, mm-hmm. and I can tell you more about them or we can link to the ones that I recommend. Yeah. Um, and so I have some, some of those on my site as well, but, uh, the, that's what I recommend to new moms. If they're really focused on just feeling back to normal, you know, mm-hmm. and just feeling like themselves again, th- those are the two things I recommend. Um, a lot of people also ask me about diastasis recti and they just don't know how to figure out if they have it or not. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, 
I recommend doing like the finger test where you, you take your fingers, um, in different locations. Some people just test in one location on their stomach, but there's actually the whole line in the middle of your belly can have just diastasis recti in different areas. So, um, I talk about that also, that's another area that I recommend, um, you know, doing some research on, and I can help anyone can DM me. If anyone wants to DM me and ask if they yeah. want me to help them determine if they have diastasis recti, I can help them with that. Uh, Cause that's sort of hard to explain, uh, you know, on the radio here, but, yeah. um, but yeah, you, it's a finger test. You, you use, uh, the different sizes of your fingers. So like one finger, two finger, three finger, four fingers determines how much, um, separation they have in their, in their abdominal walls. So, yeah. yeah. I think everybody, like, I think everything I've heard about diastasis, how do you pronounce it? Diastasis. Yeah. Diastasis. Or you can call it DR. DR it's called sure. DR because yeah. pronunciation <laughs> is not my strength. Yeah. Um, uh, DR is, is kind of like scary and like, yes. negative. like if you look it up on the internet, you're like, oh my goodness, like, do I even have a chance of, of like a normal life. So yeah. I don't know, maybe you can just like briefly speak into like, is, is it possible to actually close those separations? Like what if you have twins, like your, your yes. sister-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. No, you can completely heal it for sure. With physical therapy, with the right exercises, it's not, you can't heal it with, you know, crunches and just the basics. There's specific exercises that can heal it. It does take a long time. It's not a quick fix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, and you do want to heal it sooner rather than later. Um, because you know, it can lead to problems later on in life, but not to scare anybody, but you, you definitely want to take action and and healing it so that you're not having pain or any kind of complications later on. And, um, you can do the exercises that I describe on my site, or you can actually see a physical therapist. And if you have a bigger separation, I, I do recommend seeing a physical therapist because they can customize, um, the, the exercises to you specifically and, and monitor your progress and advance you appropriately. So if yeah. you're, um, you know, not getting good progress with your exercises, they might want to tweak your exercises. So that's the benefit of seeing someone one-on-one with, with a physical therapist is to get that customization with your program, with your exercises. And, um, also if you're not sure who to see for a physical therapist, like a women's health physical therapist, you can Google find a PT from the APTA website okay. and you can just research on that website and find a physical therapist in your area that works with, with this kind of condition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, I know you said you don't want to scare anybody. I don't want to scare anybody either. That's not my, that's not my mojo. Um, but maybe instead, would you just want to go over briefly, like maybe the benefits of healing, you know, a separation or even just taking, maybe you're like, Hey, I don't have a separation. Like, do I really need to worry about my abs that much? What are some of the benefits of, of really having that strong core and, and yeah. Yeah. So when, when your abdominal muscles are weak, you can have, um, a malalignment in your spine. And so that, that can lead to further back pain Mm -hmm. down the road. Um, so your spine can change its curvature depending on how strong your core is or how weak it is. And so that would be the biggest one. Back pain is like one of the number one causes of pain and patients coming into physical therapy. So that alone to me is the biggest reason to it's prevent, you would prevent further back pain, but also, um, 
your core, it, the purpose of your core is to also keep your organs in place. And so with strengthening of your abdominal muscle, you want to sort of keep your organs in place because, mm-hmm. you know, they can sort of protrude out and, and move in different ways. So yeah, those are like the two main reasons. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely important. And you're making yes. me feel like I need to <laughs> go sign up for your course right now <laughs> as someone who wants to have more kids, just even yes. like, Oh yeah. Repair. Speaking of having more kids, 100% fix your abs, you know, strengthen your core before having more, because it does just get harder mm-hmm. with each pregnancy. Um, no matter what, even if, even if, you know, you repair your abs, you know, now, and then you have another baby, it, it can get harder just over time with age and, you know, weakness, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's something I recommend to everybody as well. Yeah. But definitely worth it. Definitely for you personally, like we just talked about, and like we talked about earlier for your whole family, just being the best, showing them healthy habits yeah. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I have greatly enjoyed our conversation, Jenna. Is there anything um, else that you would want to add to this conversation that I maybe didn't ask that you were thinking about as we talked? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think we covered a lot, but basically I just want to encourage moms to, you know, set small goals for themselves. I'm a big goal setter. I like setting goals. So I recommend setting, you know, one or two, maybe three max goals for what you have for your health, for your postpartum health, whether that's you know drinking an extra glass of water or doing a five minute workout for a month or, um, going for a walk, you know, whatever that goal is, but set time frame for that goal. And I like to write goals down, you know, on my bathroom mirror. So you see it every morning or by your bedside and, and just focus on those little goals and, and gradually progress them. That yeah. that's my big thing with physical therapy or anything in life is just, you just want to gradually progress them. So once you accomplish that, um, and you achieve that goal, then you just tweak it just a little bit so that it's, easy to achieve. You know, I like to make goals that are easy to achieve. So I would encourage moms to set a little fitness goal for themselves. Yeah. I love that. I love her making it so simple and like attainable. Mm -hmm. Um, especially just because like I said, there's so many different things that we have. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming, but I just, I really genuinely just love the way you're breaking it down. It's not complicated. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, like do something for your body, something for your core. And like, you'll see the results from it. So yeah, wonderful. Awesome advice. Jenna, tell us how people can connect with you. Yeah. You can go to my website, livecorestrong.com. And that's where I have, um, all the breakdown of pregnancy exercises, postpartum exercises, belly wrap information, um, just mommy and me fitness. Uh, and then you can find my YouTube channel also live core strong. I have some workouts there and, um, just some education on, you know, physical therapy and, and pregnancy and postpartum. And then if you are interested in getting started with ab exercises, postpartum, I have that free, uh, restore your core five day email course. Mm -hmm. So you'll get, um, emails from me teaching you how to get started with your ab exercises. Um, so no guessing, like everything's right there for you and you just follow along. So you can get that at livecorestrong.com slash restore dash your dash core. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you so much for being with us, Jenna. I know that I think um, one, this answered a lot of questions and also kind of piqued my curiosity. Listener, I'm sure it piqued your curiosity too to go get some of these resources. I know I'm going to be on your YouTube channel tomorrow morning, probably. Awesome. (laughs) Looking for exercises. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, ladies, that is all for today. So remember that you were made to be a mother and you are the best mom for your child. Talk to you guys next week.